If you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. All right, let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. My name is Tim Madden. This is the beautiful Christina Madden. And if you don't know us, hey, we we are on a mission to save corporate America, specifically those right now in a job search targeting six figures or multiple six figures. Hey, we talk about a lot of exciting things on this podcast, anything career related. We also go live each week in the Executive Career Network, which is the fastest growing career network on Facebook. Check us out. I think we're like at 9,000 members now. We're approaching there. Hey, if you're watching live in the ECN right now, let me know in the comments. And hey, to our friends over at LinkedIn and YouTube, if you're watching there now, let us know. We got eyes on you. And then after we're done, we upload this to everywhere on the internet. Thank you. Thank you so much for everyone that has been leaving us reviews on iTunes and Spotify. Our listeners are amazing. They tune in from around the globe. So this is your reminder. If you haven't yet, go leave us a review over there. If you get any value today, and if you do leave a review, you email me at tim at execupgrades.com, and I will give you one of our 20 guides. We have guides on salary negotiation, interview tips, resume, networking, anything you could possibly think of. Um, I'll be sure to send that over to you. And hey, be sure to, sh- to send this to a friend because it's going to be extremely helpful. Before we get started today, hey, I want to talk um, about um, a client that we just helped. So Christine, I think I told you this. Um, it's about consistency. So huge congrats to Mark. Um, we were, you know, working together, I think like, I don't remember how long, 60 days. And you just go through these periods where you, you know, you feel like you're doing everything you can, but nothing's happening, right? You're not getting interviews. You're not getting anything. And Mark went through this period for about three weeks while working together, but through consistency of doing the same things you're supposed to do. Then one week he had like seven interviews and then he got hired. So I just thought that was a very inspiring story to all my job seekers out there that keep getting rejection, keep getting, uh, no one's calling me back. I don't know what to do, et cetera. Hey, um, well, number one, go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast so that you can schedule a free consult with our team so we can actually help you. But hey, consistency is key. And while we had many offers come in, um, you know, this week, huge congrats to Mark. Mark, congratulations for being consistent. Wish you the best of luck at your new career. Excellent. Um, Christina, episode 52, supercharge your productivity how to, and how to create a success schedule. So, so important. How can we be more productive doing the things, right, we're already doing each day? Christina, why don't you get us started? 
I sure will. But I want to touch on what you just said about consistency. Absolutely. Do it. It's so interesting when I go into a work day, how there are these common themes that just come full circle when talking to various clients or uh, writing content, whatever, I'm, whatever it is I'm doing. And I just want to encourage you guys when you think about like, oh, so-and-so passed me up in my career or, oh my gosh, you know, I want to mimic exactly what this, you know, career path looked like for somebody else. Like, just remember that that consistency is the only thing standing between you and the same result. Those repetitions, it's no different than building muscle or getting better at things. We do an interview certification process and it consists of consistency to get through the process. Um, there's no failing. There's no right or wrong. It's consistency and data. That's the only thing standing between you and your result. So I don't want to harp on that too much. We'll get into this um, topic. And this is part of it. Supercharge your, product, your productivity. Consistency is part of it. And I'll talk a little bit about that. But given the speed at which, you know, work is really changing, expectations continue to increase, um, you know, and how much gets produced and how quickly. This year, influencers really recognized how this leadership topic is being shaped through technology tools designed to drive new efficiencies and speed while also enhancing human productivity. So we can either be a little afraid of that, or we can really embrace that, but more is expected of us now more than ever, okay? Um, this morning, I was going through Starbucks, getting my everyday coffee that, you know, Tim will joke around, I've been trying to quit for 10 years, and there I go every day, but I said, whoa, that was really fast, and by the way, guys, my neighborhood Starbucks is like the best, they're so friendly, they're exactly what I want, they're so chipper, I guess maybe it's all about coffee, but I said, man, that was really fast, I've never seen, they're like waiting for me at the window of my coffee, you know, my coffee outside the thing. And he goes, well, we don't get paid to do it slow. And I said, man, I was like, that is my uh, podcast topic today, but it's true. Efficiency, right? It's important for customer success. It's important for everything. Um, the first thing I want to talk about though, is how we manage our thoughts, emotions, and actions around more being expected of us. Okay. Some of the thoughts you might be having in your current position is I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. I don't have enough time. And some of the replacements are, and you can plug in what works for you and what doesn't is, you know, I can implement stress management. And this is just to sort of get you to neutral, right? Um, instead of I'm overwhelmed, it's I'm being challenged. I can't do this. I'm open to tapping into new capabilities. I don't have time. I will create a schedule that allows me to get things done. And we'll talk about Tim's um, schedule. But, you know, you got to give yourself some grace, too. Because when distractions take over, you can end up down a rabbit hole. And our tendency to become distracted is very primal, okay? In the earliest days as humans, we went into this need to respond instantly to lions and tigers and predators and things that threaten us. And every sensory input, everything that was to grab our attention um, was, you know, sometimes a matter of life or death. So our brain has had a hard time over the evolution of the human being to really let go of that. Okay, and we still crave that informational tap on the shoulder. Um, but fortunately, through the re rewiring of the thoughts I just talked about, and I could go on for hours about this topic, ask our clients, um, we get to exercise the prefrontal cortex of our brain, the more evolved part of our brain, um, so it's easier to focus. But Tim, Tim, what do you do when you feel uh, distractions creeping in and taking over? Well, first, I want to kind of, I'll touch on distractions, but I want to back up just for a second, because when we talk about demands for you learning these, no one, no one, no one, especially Christina Madden, likes to learn new technology. Nobody does. Welcome, guys. 
ladies and gentlemen, no one likes learning new CRMs, new productivity. Most people don't. But here's what happens every single time you learn a new tool with technology that does something cool. You think, where was this tool three years ago? Right? Like something as simple as Calendly or Schedule Once. It's like, hey, Christina, I message you on LinkedIn. When would you like to meet? Well, what's your availability? This time doesn't work. This time doesn't work. They use a calendar software. And I know most people have that now, but that's just one example where, you know, it's 2022. People still don't have calendars, right? So these um, distractions are always going to occur. And when things, when we don't know how to do something, what's the priority level on it? Mm-hmm. The worst, right? So the distraction of maybe learning new things is like, man, I got to learn it. You know, most people just don't embrace like this new thing is super cool and I want to leverage it. And they need to shift their mindset around that because, you know, we're, we're going to give them some, some, some tips and some softwares and stuff that people have been using that, you know, will save you like hours and hours so you can focus on what you really love doing. That's right. And the more intense thoughts that you have about time, so like, let's, let's say you're in a traffic jam, you're on your way to pick up your, your kid from school, just for example, and you're stuck on a bridge, it's a huge traffic jam. And if your thought is, oh my God, I'm a horrible mom, or I'm running out of time, or my day's gone to crap or whatever, I can promise you that clock's going to continue working against you. And you'll find if you release some of that intensity, um, even about deadlines or whatnot, you're, you're, you're telling you, think I'm crazy or not, the clock starts working for you, time slows down, you really do have the opportunity to manipulate time and keep your body out of fight or flight. But here's what I want you to do. You can't expect this to change overnight, right? You've had years of of these similar working habits um, and small changes in how you work can gradually add up to big changes in productivity. So um, you want to do that. You want to try accountability. So maybe it's somebody uh, that you work with, or maybe you've announced a a deadline to your team, just something verbalized out loud. You're out in the open with your certain deadlines and it'll help you force yourself to get the job done. And then just rewinding a bit, forgiving yourself because a lot of this fear around productivity and falling into distractions is totally natural. So those are some things we want you to think about as we kick off uh, this topic. Last week, we talked about well-being. Okay, so I wanted to make sure that we sort of infused that back into this conversation because your well-being directly impacts, you know, your productivity. And I know that might sound like, oh, Christina, duh. Okay, but there are so many of you out there that are burnout and you're stressed out and your health is on the back burner. And I'm telling you, obviously, that's going to destroy your levels of productivity, never mind your passion or your creativity. It just they can't they can't coexist. Um, how, how do you manage being burnout, Tim? And how does that affect how productive? Because we're, we're productive around here. We don't compromise targets. So what happens when you neglect your health and, you know, trying to meet your targets? Mr. 75 hard. Yeah. So, you know, let's just talk about, I'll tell you how I deal with it. Right. But first let's talk about just being productive. Do me a favor. If you're taking notes, that's doing the things that you really don't want to do. We'll talk about calendars, right? But, you know, and how to stay focused. But most of the time, having a productive day, there's always going to be things on your calendar that you typically don't want to do. So here's a way that I normally get past that. The things I don't want to do, I typically do first thing in the morning and I don't stop until they're done. 
And let me tell you, when you do this, you always feel tremendously better through the rest of the day. Because when, when you have those tasks that you don't want to do, but then you achieve them, you just feel so much better, right? And the specific question Christina asked, oh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, Christina. How do I deal with distractions? Was that the question? No. Um, so when you find yourself not being on track oh, yeah, burnout. with your health or mm -hmm. burnout, how does that show up for you and in, in your abilities to really produce here at ECU? Hey, if you want to be a high achiever, you have to have energy. You have to have energy. You have to inject positive information to your mind every day. You got to drink water and you got to move your body. Right? Even if you're not a workout person, a gym person, get out in a walk for, for 30 minutes. So what I typically do in the morning, I always get my workout in the morning. I always drink water. I typically always have a healthy breakfast and I always listen to positive information. That helps me over time not worry about getting burnt out because it's self-care and I'm taking care of myself. How are you going to be a highly productive person that don't have time to work out? Don't have time to drink water. Don't have time to eat right and just roll through McDonald's every single day. Don't have time to listen to positive information. Look, are you not worth it? This is this is all you get right here. This right produces all of your outcomes in your entire life. You're not going to. For those of you who can't see Tim, he's pointing to his body. It's the only yes. place we have right. to live. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, how are we not going to take care of ourselves? which is our biggest investment in our life. Your ability, your health is going to affect your productivity, your family, your relationships, et cetera. So times I weren't, I, what I do get burnt out. I'm never doing those things, right? I'm drinking Red Bull, caffeinated products, not getting my workouts in, eating stuff I shouldn't, right? Not feeling good, which is going to lead to burnout as well. So those are just some things I do in the morning that helps me, Christina. Yeah. Just like one of our clients was saying, um, just before this is, you know, he'll do the same thing. He'll get up in the morning and knock one thing out. And then you guys know, um, the law of maybe somebody can help me out in the chat, but an object in motion stays in motion. So if you're, if you do one thing, just like the compound effect, also, if you've read that book talks about it usually leads to the next thing and the next thing, even if they're perceived just small baby things, they add up. So I mean, for my, for example, you know, I married a military man. If you didn't know, he doesn't care about making the bed, which is crazy to me because he's from the military. Me, if I make my bed, I know like for sure, I'm going to move on to next big things. Like, so for me, it's just even those, you know, those small things. Um, another tip is guys, don't let your de-stressors become your stressors. And what I mean by that is going back to like a, the cooking piece. Let's just say for some of you, it, it's, it's something that de-stresses you and you really enjoy it. But then all of a sudden you don't enjoy it anymore. And you're like, oh, but I still feel like I have to cook. No, forget that. Don't cook. Do something else that's a great de-stressor. Never let your de-stressor become your stressor. I love that tip. All right. Moving on to probably the number one talked about mm -hmm. topic in corporate America, in our coaching groups. Every person on the street, every post I see is artificial, artificial intelligence, guys. Automation, technology, how it's helping not only organizations be more productive, but even yourself. And we'll give you a couple examples soon. But hey, automating manual and repetitive activities in corporate America that you do and your life 
has helped so many organizations survive the past couple of years, right? Due to the great resignation, due to COVID, et cetera, you have to have these things in place, right? Who likes doing the same thing every single day when they could use something automated that would free up that time? So a recent, Christina, and I want to get your thought on this too. Uh, McKenzie just did a recent um, uh, research project, right? Talking about digital transformation tools, automation, et cetera. And it said that 60% of, of companies that are employing automation to increase customer engagement, satisfaction, drive productivity, right? Is really paving the way and making it so much easier to do these tasks. So think about this. It's happened recently. Everyone's purchased a product, right? But think about this. How many products that you've purchased from different places do you get like a text reminder to review it, an email to review it? How was our service? How could we do better, et cetera? Can you believe even there's lots of big, you know, decent sized companies out there that don't do a good job capturing this, right? So would you rather have this automated just as an example? Or would you rather have this where, you know, doing everything and calling someone manually? What would you rather do, Christina? Call a thousand customers buying something off a website or set up something automated to actually, you, you know, increase this? Well, guys, listen, you can also ask yourself, how big do you want to play? So for even business owners out there, people managing teams right now, or even those of you that want to network or have a certain reach, mm -hmm. there is a biological impossibility for you to do it at the scale that you likely want to do it. So I use automation tools across some platforms that let's just say I want to connect to um, different people with my content, let's just say. Well, I can either do 30 a week manually or 3,000 a week digitally. Okay, that's one, that's 1,000 X, okay? Um, so to me, it's going to make everyone's life a lot easier and we can resist it or we can get excited about it. How can it serve you? I know that this is an extremely controversial topic, okay, about AI taking jobs and it makes people really uncomfortable. I think, okay, well, we're not always just talking about robots and some really high level stuff. In fact, I'm not even well versed on that. We are talking about tools and resources to really help organizations build and connect and grow, not just profitability, but productivity um, and, and reach. So I, it's Even on the personal side, right? So we do so much stuff. So if you want to have productive personal hacks, hey, think about how much time. Let me just give you a couple of examples. We order everything off Instacart. I don't know if they have you in that state or country if you're listening, but they deliver groceries to you. Not a big deal. We pay a little bit more. How long does it take to go to the grocery, find the stuff, come home? Do It just takes a crazy amount of time. And a lot of people say, yeah, but that costs that extra $40. Time is money, right? Time and resources is money. So how can you, right? Maybe you're writing all of your workouts for your fitness program, right? Instead of writing them, there's apps out there for $5 a month, which can provide you a detailed plan so that you're not wondering, okay, it's Sunday night, Christina, me and you are going to sit down. We're going to map out everything for the next hour of every single workout and rep. Or we could just pay $5, right? There's many other examples. Um, do you have any, Christina, of things that you use to help you be more productive? Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are thinking, okay, well, time and money ratio doesn't necessarily matter to me. But what about if you're one of these people who are like, man, I don't have time to get in my workout. I don't have time to focus on myself or meditate or 
have lunch with a friend or whatever. That time equals energy and space in the universe. Okay. So if you can outsource, if you're in a position to, now I understand some of this sounds like quite a luxury, but like you, if you can outsource as much as you can in your personal life, how much time do you have to pour back into yourself and that self care? Absolutely. Um, so moms out there, get yourself a trusted childcare provider, get yourself whatever you need, do that thing <laughs> to increase productivity, to supercharge your ability to perform and show up in your life. Yeah. There's other studies too that are, that, that, that are saying automation and AI can help an organization operate more efficiently and concentrate on critical tasks is employees. Most of them absolutely agree in the study. In fact, it says once employees are exposed to something that can help them be more productive, right? They start getting really excited about that. So Deloitte just did a study that said, um, Seven out of 10 people inside organizations, let me go ahead and read it, seven out of 10 adopting new technology, artificial intelligence, believe it will enhance employee job performance and satisfaction. Well, absolutely. Expanding on these, it also says that, you know, once you do this, right, more people are going to be on board. So, you know, in a nutshell, before we move on to our next topic, right, embrace technology. It is not going anywhere. And the reason it's being developed is they want people to be more productive, to live a more fulfilled life. Who does not want that? Who doesn't want more time to spend with their loved ones, their hobbies, vacations, etc.? You cannot do everything manually. You just can't. Not not at the not at the rate and growth and speed that that you likely want to. And you guys see how productivity really is a state of mind. Like it's a state of being, it's a lifestyle being productive. So if you keep finding yourself, letting yourself down and not getting everything done, you need to look at all of these topics, your thoughts, everything, your mindset around it. But also Tim has a really cool tool that even a couple of our employees swear by. I personally have not even used it or heard of it. I don't know how that's possible, but I'm here for this lesson on the success schedule. So kick us off, Tim. Yeah. So I, I did a whole podcast episode on this. We wanted to circle back um, maybe about a year ago. It's talking about how can we manage our day most effectively, right? While it's not maybe the most exciting topic, it's probably one of the most important topics in your life right now. So what I like to tell people, Christina, is you have eight hours to sleep, eight hours to work generally, and the remaining eight hours is going to determine the quality of your life. Hey, while you're sleeping, you can't do anything. While you're at work, either growing your own business or maybe you're a corporate executive, it's hard to even call the doctor to schedule that appointment, right? The remaining eight hours is going to determine the quality of your life. What are you going to do with those eight hours? got to spend time with family. You, you got to do what we said, grocery, fitness, whatever it is, right? That's going to determine the kind of life you have. So I have this pie graph that I've created. It is my success schedule that says, what time am I waking up? What time am I eating? What time are we getting our little man out the door? What do me and Christina have to talk about? Then of course, everyone has their general work calendar, right? When are you taking lunch? What are you doing after work? When are you getting your self-development? When are you getting your fitness? When, when are you doing all these things? It all goes back to planning. How can you plan your day? Your day probably doesn't change that much, right? 
If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a corporate director, VP, or executive. You're like, hey, I typically wake up on this time. I go to bed at this time, right? How are you managing your time? And have you ever written it down? If you don't, those eight hours that increase the quality of your life are going to be spent, wasted. 10 years is going to pass over the next decade. And you're going to say, oh man, I'm still in this job that I don't like. I'm still doing this. I'm still doing these things, right? So having this mapped out is extremely important for you to just have a successful life to make sure you're continually growing because what happens when you don't plan? Okay. If you don't have a plan, how could you ever be successful? If you guys are listening to this and you're thinking, man, like days really do just slip by, like, yes, that happens. But if this is happening multiple times a week over the course of several weeks into months and years, you're likely, this is just reality check. Like you're a victim, like you're a victim to time and, and energy. You're a victim in your own life because you're not taking control of any of this. And if you're thinking like, man, how would I spend that eight hours? What I just encourage our clients to do actually just today, and this constantly might be something that evolves, but it's like, okay, what are your core values? Like, let's just get back to that. Like, what are you most aligned with? What are you most passionate about? I know this is what Tim said, but it's a bit different. When you take a look at that eight hours, don't just go writing just anything that you think you should be doing. It needs to be aligned with your truest self. So that way you actually feel good about the actions and the more, the better you feel about your actions, the more you actually get done. Okay. So I, I like to divide this into core values. Okay. So how do you want to contribute to your marriage that day? Your, your children, whatever, this looks different for everybody. And then exercise, work, whatever. Um, well, we already had the eight hours of work, but maybe there's something else you typically do outside of that eight hours that contributes to your work or Maybe you guys do extra stuff or investments or whatever. Get dialed into those core values and stay as aligned to that as possible. And I promise you'll feel better and better and more space, more time just shows up. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Christina. So to, to recap, right, we said, hey, the latest demands are requiring a lot more of you as an individual, as a professional than in the previous year. So there is expected to have much more high levels of productivity. So you're going to have to learn how to manage the stress and emotions around that to get organized and get automated in the things that you can get automated in. Number two, well-being is so important. It's going to directly correlate to all of these things, right? Um, for more uh, information on that, I believe it was last week's topics. We did a whole thing on well-being. Number three, using automation, anything or ease of use products and services available to you to create more time so you can be that more productive person. And the number four, hey, success schedule. Again, you got eight hours to sleep, eight hours to work. The last is going to determine the quality of your life. What are you going to do with it? I love yeah. this topic. And for those of you who didn't catch the well-being one, that is for leaders who also want to protect the well-being of their employee so they can produce more and meet these deadlines and goals. So please check that out. That was one of my favorite topics. Go back and listen to that because those are some ways that you can implement that to increase all this productivity. So everyone listening, we're always talking to either somebody who's already working, leading teams, develop, developing themselves as leaders, or somebody that's in a job search or looking to pivot. This all applies to the same listener. 
Okay. Cause this is all about life. So I just want to drive that home yeah. and we'll see you guys next week. Right? Yeah. If you need help in your career, right? If you have been stuck because you don't have a calendar, you don't know how to stay organized. You don't know where to start. You've, you've been having problems, right? Being consistent and having an actual plan, which is the only way you get results at anything in life. Hey, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. We'd love to be an additional resource for you until next week. Have a great day. Bye.